This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code rebel25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Anything that you eat regularly, any diet, eventually your metabolism goes, now I know what you're doing. That's why when people start a diet or a new diet, they see their weight go down, but then they hit a plateau. The reason that they hit the plateau is probably not that they've started cheating, but their metabolism likes the system to be stable. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. On today's episode of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast, it's been a long while since I've talked about the ketogenic diet. And today's guest is Harlan Kilstein. A former high school principal, Harlan Kilstein received his doctorate in education and did his postgraduate work at Harvard Graduate School of Education. Today, he is one of the foremost marketers generating over $100 million in sales over the past 20 years with clients running six, seven, and eight-figure businesses. In 2017, Harlan went keto and soon thereafter founded the Complete Keto website and Facebook group. Now, he has over 1 million followers on Facebook with hundreds of thousands of devouring his keto recipes each week. He is an expert in the keto diet and lifestyle, and has authored Completely Keto, Foods You Never Thought Could Be Keto, also Completely Keto Cheesecake Cookbook, and Speed Ketosis. Utilizing his background in education, Harlan makes understanding keto clear and simple for people interested in learning about the lifestyle change. Harlan is also the owner and publisher of Doggington Post, 
the internet's newspaper for dogs, which reaches 2.5 million people every week. I hope you enjoy this episode and much love. Today I have Dr. Harlan Kilstein on my episode of the Rebel Health Coach podcast. And we are going to discuss keto and his website, Completely Keto, which is an amazing website of great recipes, some awesome recipes, I have to say. And Dr. Harlan Kilstein, first of all, you're you're a doctor of education? I am a doctor of education. Okay. That's right. So how did you go from the education area and to this realm of keto? So that's a really good question. I started in education. I consider that I'm still in education. It's just my target is a little bit older. Um, gone from teaching kids how to read or uh, get into college to uh, how to improve their lives and um, take responsibility for what goes into their mouths. Okay. What was the catalyst for, I mean, there's many, many diets on the market and many ways of different eating. I particularly myself go like a paleo Mediterranean type of diet. But what was your catalyst to getting into keto? So paleo and Mediterranean are all great. But I believe that people are as unique as their fingerprints. Nobody has the same fingerprints. And people have to find out what's working for them. Nearly 40% of Americans... over the age of 40, 45, have metabolic syndrome. That means they're having an insulin problem, a hormonal problem. And that means any type of sugar, any type of sweetener can be problematic for their insulin. So for example, paleo allows certain natural um, sweeteners. Agave, I believe, is allowed. But agave spikes your insulin sky high. So for someone with metabolic syndrome, those sweeteners can be really bad and and send them backwards. So I have uh, spent a lot of time working on my hormonal balance so that my blood sugar is now stabilized. I went from pre-diabetic to almost diabetic, just a couple of points away from being diabetic, to normal blood sugar, not even remotely pre-diabetic anymore. So keto has worked for me and for a lot of other people, particularly with metabolic syndrome, or sometimes they call it syndrome X. Okay. I'm very familiar with metabolic syndrome because like you, uh, I was diagnosed with metabolic syndrome in 2007. And when I was diagnosed, I was like 289 pounds and I was diagnosed with metabolic syndrome, which is the same diagnosis my dad received that killed, actually ended up killing him at the age of 64. So when I got diagnosed, I was, I kind of looked at my physician and said, okay, look, 
I'm not going to take these prescriptions. I'm going to fix this myself. However, back in 2007, keto wasn't the rage back then, or was it even much talked about? It was Atkins. So keto actually started in 1923. Okay. And it was discovered accidentally as a natural way to stop epileptic seizures in children. Right. And they came up with the keto diet. So it's been around and it became popular with Atkins. Atkins differed from keto in a couple of small areas, but keto probably wouldn't even be around today if it wasn't for Atkins popularizing it. Okay. Um, the, The major difference between Atkins and keto is the focus on the spiking of the insulin. So for example, Atkins permitted nearly unlimited protein. We know now that the protein in excess can convert to sugar. It takes a lot longer, but it does convert to sugar. So unlimited protein, as Atkins advised, isn't particularly good. But there are other things that, for example, Atkins markets bars today that are made out of whey protein, a dairy protein, but whey protein really spikes that insulin. Keto wouldn't permit that. Okay. Now, just for the listeners, let's clear up metabolic syndrome as a diagnosis, but it's actually a cluster of diseases, which include heart disease, stroke, uh, or blood pre- high blood pressure, high blood sugar, usually excess body fat around the waist, and abnormal cholesterol. So you were diagnosed with type 2 diabetes or or pre-diabetes? I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes. My brother is diabetic. His A1C was, you know, the measure of your blood glucose over the average over the past few months was 13, which is outrageous. And even though he's a physician trying to get him to um, change his diet, they don't tell physicians very much about nutrition. He's an ER doctor. If someone comes to him with COVID-19, he'll know exactly what to do. If you say, okay, what should I eat to get healthy? He'll shake his head and they didn't cover that in medical school. So little by little, I'm trying to teach him what not to eat and his blood sugar, I think, now is about his A1C is now about eight from 13. So he's making steady progress, and that's obviously helping. Okay. And let me ask you a question Who should not go on a keto or who should not go on a strict keto low carb diet? Well, um, first of all, I think type 1 diabetics should only go on it if they're really working with their physician. Okay. Um, In our programs, we have a few. We actually say, please don't do this if you're type 1 diabetic unless you're going to work closely with your physician because blood sugar really matters there and, and there's a lot of fasting which may lower their blood sugar. Could be, there could be a lot of fasting in keto, which could lower their blood sugar to dangerous levels. So they really need to work with a physician. The other people 
and this is a matter of opinion, um, are pregnant women. Some pregnant women say that keto helped them become pregnant in the first place, and they insist on staying on keto during their pregnancy. This is an area where I, too, think that they need to work with their physicians because they're not just eating for themselves, but they're eating for a baby as well. And the um, amount of carbohydrates could vi- that they need could differ for a pregnant woman versus a, a non-pregnant woman. Children and teenagers also should consult with a physician. We released a, a book called Completely Keto for Children and Teens, written with Uh, in conjunction with a a pediatrician in Boca Raton. And whereas keto pretty much tries to keep people around 20 carbs a day, um, he recommends teenagers get, depending on whether they're sedentary teenagers or running around, if they're running around, he recommends that they get uh, 100 grams of carbs a day. But if they are um, sedentary, they just sit in front of games, then they should get only 40 grams. He believes that their brains need the extra carbs for development. That doesn't mean that the carbs have to come from eating Twinkies and devil dogs and ice cream, but they can have more broccoli or other um, healthy carbs. Okay, now what about people who are on medications for insulin and high blood pressure? So they are most likely, I was certainly on these uh, medications. There is no one who is on medication who should go on keto without discussing it with their physician. Okay. But I want to caution that, you know, as I mentioned about my brother, we have around the block from us a, a young lady who is finishing medical school right now. They've taken her in her last year of medical school and put her on the front lines in the emergency rooms now because of the pandemic. But when things were a little calmer, I talked about nutrition, and I don't believe she even got 30 minutes of information on nutrition in four years of medical school. (laughs) Right. And I recall when I went to one of my former doctors and talked to him about keto, and he said, be careful. You can get ketoacidosis. I'm not sure that's safe. And I said, but doc, ketoacidosis only applies to type 1 diabetics, and that's not me. And he said, oh, uh, let me get back to you on that. He never got back to me, but when he saw all the weight that I lost, he took credit for putting me on keto. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think... yeah, I think if you're on medications, you should at least be working with your doctor, even though most allopathic physicians have no idea about nutritional nutrition at all, which is sad. Zero, right. zero information. So they're not going to be the best source, but I think you need to let your doctor know, hey, I'm going to be on this keto diet. I'd like to monitor my insulin levels better or, or at least make them aware that this is what you're going to do. My, my cardiologist was concerned about my weight a while back and sent me to see a nutritionist in his office. 
The nutritionist was clueless. She wanted me to go on a diet exclusively of shakes and bars that she happened to sell. Right. And she told me that the secret for me surviving on this diet was some kind of peanut butter powder that you mixed with water and they removed all the fat. And the fat is what gives it its texture and taste. So to compensate, they added sugar. And I said, why would you put someone who's pre-diabetic on a, on a product that is loaded with sugar? Today, he stopped sending people to the nutritionist in his office. And if anybody who comes in overweight, he recommends keto for them uh, mm-hmm. because he's seen the results time and time again. Good. A lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, Tom, what do you think about keto? And they want to go on keto, a ketogenic diet. Because let's face it, the popularity of ketogenic diet is growing rapidly. And and for right rightfully so. I mean, it's 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 actually a great way to manage blood sugar. It's a great way to get all your levels back into the the optimal ranges. But I also think that keto is like a hammer. You're either a glass jar or a nail. And here's why. And usually I ask, my first question out of my mouth is, do you still have your gallbladder? Now, what is your opinion on, on the gallbladder and ketogenic diet and if you don't have a gallbladder? So a lot of the people, many, many, many people in my Facebook groups, I have more than a million followers probably close to 2 million followers on Facebook. And many of them do not have a gallbladder anymore. Uh, First of all, as always, we advise them to talk to their physicians. But we also advise that they take ox bile with with their meals to help break down the fats and proteins that they are consuming. Okay, good. We do not see any problems for people who do that. They succeed. But again, we don't believe in people on their own discontinuing medications. They could, it could be dangerous for them. Right. I think they need to work. I think if someone who doesn't have a gallbladder, they should go in and discuss it. But they need to discuss it with a keto-knowledgeable physician. If they go and see more natural doctors or more up-to-date doctors, they're going to find a totally different thing. In the past couple of years, more and more doctors are recognizing that keto works and it's safe. One of my close friends is the kidney specialist. And a lot of doctors say, there's so much protein, it's bad for your kidneys. I discussed this with this nephrologist, kidney specialist. And he said, if someone has a concern, they should check the amount of protein in their blood, have the doctor prescribe a blood test when they get started, and then two months later, have their blood taken again. He said, I think for the most part, the blood test will reveal no significantly higher levels of protein in the blood from keto. He said, it is possible, 
that someone has an undiagnosed problem. And I think that they can certainly do it for two months to see if it's safe for them or not. So I believe in in caution and intelligence above all when doing this. I, I agree 100%. And thank you for mentioning that. Now, how long is it, when, let's say I want to go on keto, how long does it take for a body to adapt to a ketogenic diet? Okay. So, so the first thing before the body adapts, the brain has to adapt to the idea of becoming familiar with what is keto and what is some big, powerful marketing company slapping the word keto on a product that isn't keto to begin with. I owe 100%. We're seeing a tremendous amount of breads saying keto bread, which have nothing in common. They're made out of wheat. The wheat and grains are forbidden on keto. Um, they are loading this bread up with fiber so that they can subtract out the carbs. And they're saying, okay, well, our bread is zero carb, therefore it's keto. Keto is ingredients first. So we're seeing a lot of people that are just throwing keto on different products and therefore um, having a problem with it. That's, that's A. Once they get used to the idea of what's keto and what's not, from the time that they start eating keto and giving up non-keto products, whether they ease into it or they jump, do cold turkey and go into keto, it can take anywhere from a week to two weeks, even longer for some people, to get into ketosis. Now, ketosis to me is something that you feel and experience and not check with a urine strip. The urine strips were designed for type 1 diabetics to see if they were experiencing ketoacidosis or not. They were not named, they were not uh, designed for um, regular folks to see if they were in keto. Vast majority of the people have problems with these strips that they indicate the presence of ketosis when it's not. Uh, They indicate that they're not in ketosis when they are. The only accurate ways of testing are by blood or by breath, which measures the acetones in the breath that are produced by ketosis. But the urine strips, unfortunately, aren't. A person will know that they are in keto when, number one, they no longer have the same desire for food. Their energy level is so high because the body is running on ketones that they're just not hungry. They'll see the quantity of their food going down. Number two is they will have more energy. And number three is they will think more sharply because of the ketones which are powering the brain. Those are much more accurate than using the strips. The problem is we live in a culture where people believe in instance. There's instant coffee, there's instant tea that has instant lemon and instant sugar. And 
you know, nobody brews tea or even wants to use tea bags anymore. Or, you know, I, I uh, have my coffee and I grind it every morning and I put it in my French press and whatever. I, I don't drink instant. But people have the instant philosophy and they want instant results, instant ketosis. And, and so the marketers have come along with all these pills and shenanigans that this pill will put you into ketosis instantly. It's not true. It'll put ketones in your body. You're eating ketones so that um, it will work. I can reach over and grab this bottle of ketones. These are, these are ketones. I take them. And there are now ketones in my body. It doesn't mean that I'm in nutritional ketosis. And that is where people are. It's a billion-dollar industry selling these ketone pills that are expensive, unnecessary, and quite possibly dangerous to people. So we don't recommend anything like that. We say, you know, the, 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 the stomach, the belly, the... Metabolic syndrome did not come overnight, and it's not going to go overnight. Be patient with yourself, and it will go, and you will be able to get rid of it. Now, I agree. The food, big food companies and food companies in general are jumping all over the keto wagon. And it's sad because they're not just like, the, you know, grain-free. They jumped all over that. Now they're jumping all over keto. So. Let me ask you a question. What are your thoughts on cyclical ketosis? Okay. So there are there's a real difference of opinion on cyclical ketosis. I actually I have a doctor that I love and respect now. She's very very bright and we had a disagreement about cyclic ketosis. She wanted me to be in keto and eat non-keto products one day a week. And I said, I don't think that that's going to be good for my system. I said, if you want cyclic ketosis for me to have on weekends, I will double the amount of broccoli that I have to put more carbs into my body or you know, have more uh, cauliflower or something like that. Then I'd be happy to do but I'm not going to eat a non-keto product because I know my body doesn't react well to it. Uh, back in the days before I was um, you know, able to say no to people and especially friends, um, I, had done, I had been gluten-free for a number of years and I went to someone's house. I was now keto. And the lady of the house came in and said, I got these muffins for you because they're gluten-free. And I didn't want to say, I don't do muffins anymore. I don't do anything. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to be the gentleman and I'm going to eat the muffin only so as not to embarrass her and to show that I appreciate what she did. So I ate the muffin and all of a sudden, I feel my body slowing down and shutting down. And the only thing that I want to do at that moment in time is in this business meeting is go under the table and take a nap. Hmm. I never had that experience before. I quickly Google what happens if you're on keto and you eat 
a non-keto product. And they said, this is one of the side effects. I am telling you, since that day of being polite to someone, I have never, ever done that again. That experience of being suddenly exhausted, unable to keep my eyes open. I mean, I spent a fortune to get to that meeting. And all of a sudden, I saw it. So I told the doctor, that's just not going to work for me. Now, if somebody, there are people who, um, who believe in it. Dave Asprey of Bulletproof fame, who is no slouch at all, uh, believes in cyclic keto. Uh, Tim Ferriss from the four-hour work week, the four-hour body, um, has his slow-carb diet, not entirely keto, but he has he believes in cyclic keto. I had another doctor who was on keto who said that every Friday night is pizza and beer for him. I think I would get so sick by doing something like that, that it would probably end up being a good thing for me because I'd be in the bathroom for the entire week. I'd end up losing more weight. But So I don't advise it. For, my, for me personally, I, I have a group of, of people who have done speed keto. And I posted a question of an angry cow had their fists up in the air. <laughs> and I said, how many people have discovered a change between dairy and non-dairy? And let's say I had 200 responses to that. 199 people said dairy no longer works for them. It's a source of inflammation. Elbows, knees, body, aches and pains, all attributable to dairy. And one person said they don't see a difference. So some people might be able to do cyclic keto and it may work for them. I think for most people, especially for, for people like who are weight trainers, who, who are doing keto because they want to get into better shape to lift more weights, that may work for them. But for the people with metabolic syndrome, I'm not convinced that it's the best solution for them. I think when they get to a point that they are losing weight consistently, they can experiment and see if it works for them. But I think for most people, it's probably not the best idea. Okay. I like the fact that you are in touch with the way your body feels on different with different nutritional values in your body when you add something that you don't not using i really appreciate the fact that you notice that because really there is no one size fit all fits all diet and you have to be in tune with your body and how your body reacts to certain environments and foods and so absolutely that's, and i i like the fact that you're bringing that up i really do i appreciate that very much you could have um, a husband and a wife in the same household eating similar foods. But it could be that the husband can eat cheese and eat a keto pizza uh, made with almond flour and not have a problem. And the wife could eat the same slice of keto pizza and blow up and have problems with inflammation and pain in the joints as a result of eating the same pizza. So to treat everybody and try and fit them in the same box doesn't seem fair to me. Right. 
Hey you, yeah you, are you frustrated with understanding your recent lab work? Does your primary care physician say your labs are normal, but you still feel sick? Yeah, I've been there. I know that feeling. In my approach, when working with clients, my only concern is to achieve optimum results for you. I truly believe in a test-don't-guess philosophy and getting to the root cause of dysfunction in the body, which is why I created this free lab tracker report so that you can fully understand your lab results and start to feel exceptional again. To get my free lab tracker report, text REBEL to 66866. When you download my free lab tracker, you will finally understand how to decipher your optimal ranges for your lab work, why you aren't feeling well, even though your lab work is normal, which lab results actually matter. The truth about this will actually shock you. No more wondering what all those numbers actually mean. My free lab tracker helps you understand the results of your lab evaluations so that you can take action toward better health starting today. It will be a relief when you get it and no longer have to wonder what all those numbers actually mean. So, download my free lab tracker right now and take the first step to optimal health. Text REBEL to 66866. Again, that's REBEL to 66866. Enjoy the rest of the show. I know you have a story on food sensitivity because I was listening to a couple episodes of other people's podcast with you. And you were talking about a food sensitivity. I believe it was wheat. Was it wheat? Yeah, yeah. it was gluten. gluten. I am I am so sensitive to gluten at this point that when I go out to eat, my wife always has two, carries two things with her. Number one, gluten ease, which is highly concentrated uh, amylase enzymes okay. to if you accidentally ingest gluten. And unfortunately, if you discover it too late, I, we carry activated charcoal to stop the reaction. Charcoal shuts down uh, stomach issues almost instantly. You take four activated charcoal pills, and if the problem isn't solved in a half hour, you take four more, and then I guarantee you, it'll be solved. Yeah, yeah. But I'll go into a restaurant, and we are the most patient with servers when we go into restaurants, and we'll explain that I can't have gluten, I can't have sauces um, that may contain gluten, we can't have soy sauce, and still, once in a blue moon, all of a sudden, my stomach will go. And I'll go, there was gluten in something here. And unfortunately, I have to uh, charge for the bathroom or something like that. But, you know, my body will know 100% of the time whether there is something gluten in there or not. That's great. That's great. I really want to dig into you and completely keto, how many books you have out. And oh, where God. people can find you. So Completely Keto is one of our websites. Another website is uh, speedketo.shop. 
where you can find most of our products. But we're just turning out products that our members ask for. So my wife and I love creating in the kitchen. And we've created probably thousands of recipes that they were all, all, almost all of our recipes are available for free on completelyketo.com. You just go, I want a breakfast, I want a main, I want a dessert. And by the way, for those of you who do not have a problem with cheese, if you look for my cheesecakes on that recipe site, they're probably one of the best cheesecakes in the world is a keto cheesecake with an almond uh, flour crust. But we recently came out with a book of pasta recipes where if you put these pasta recipes in front of somebody, they would have no idea that these ingredients can be a delicious uh, pasta. And I'm not just talking about zoodles where people uh, turn zucchini into uh, pasta. Nothing wrong with that, but we've discovered that, for example, kelp noodles that come from the sea oh, nice. make the most delicious noodles. If you want authentic spaghetti and meatballs, you use kelp noodles, and not only are you having a delicious meal, but the kelp noodles have zero carbs. The only carbs in there, if you use meatballs and, and the kelp noodles, would be the little bit of, of carbs that would be in the tomato sauce, which are negligible. So we'll gather together and put together recipes like that. Or just the other night, I said to my wife, you know, I haven't had my toasted sesame noodles in a long time. So we took out a package of kelp noodles and prepared them, and I made it, and my wife tasted them and she said, you know, this is really good. So we're doing that all the time, creating new recipes. Now, let's, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the list of recipes is endless on your webpage. It's endless. It's, a, it's amazing. This is probably the best recipe website I've seen for keto ever. Let's talk about shop. I, speed keto. What is it called? Speedketo.shop. Shop. Yeah. So speed keto. We've we found that a lot of people doing keto found it very complicated. You know, all of a sudden you go from eating whatever you want by choosing the package and just eating, and then all of a sudden keto demands that you start tracking your macronutrients, how much protein you get in a day, how many carbohydrates you get in a day, how many uh, how much fat you get in a day. And for a lot of people, sitting with a phone app open, tracking every morsel that goes into your mouth was too difficult. So we spent a lot of time researching and created a program that combines keto and intermittent fasting, and we called it Speed Keto. And it gets scary good results, scary good results. I'm looking at it right now. Digital format. They can get a print version as well. Yep, I see that. That's awesome. MCT powders, electrolyte powders, smoothies and shakes. That's all, that's great. I'm going to put that link in there. And you have a Facebook page and Instagram account, which you can get, through, get to through your website at Completely Keto. Now, we had 
we make manufacturers crazy because of our requirements. We, we put together a shake because people wanted something for when they were on the go. And we couldn't use whey protein because whey protein spikes the insulin. And we're right. not going to say one thing and do another. Right. So we had to get find someone who would make it with egg protein mm. so it wouldn't spike the insulin. Right. And then it also had to taste good. And let me tell you, you know, <laughs> this tastes like somebody has, has dripped fresh strawberries into your mouth. So we're all about getting products that taste good. That's why we have that recipe, so that nobody should, at that recipe site, so nobody should ever be deprived when they when it comes to keto. So before holidays, we'll put out for free Thanksgiving recipes. Uh, here are three different ways to make turkey. Here's a mock sweet potato dressing. It's not sweet potato. It's actually zucchini, but it tastes like a sweet potato pudding. Uh, different kinds of stuffings that are all keto. And every time there's a holiday, we'll we'll put out a recipe like this. Our annual 4th of July, we release a new keto recipe, a cheesecake recipe. And one of our favorites was our red, white, and blue cheesecake, where the cheesecake has three layers, strawberry, blueberry, and plain for red, white, and blue. And people go nuts over these recipes. <laughs> Let me ask, let's get back to keto a little bit because I forgot to ask this earlier. What are your, what's your macronutrient breakdown for, for ketogenic diet? So again, it varies according to people. What I used before I went on speed keto, what I used was about 80 fat, 15 uh, protein, and five carbs. Okay. And my carbs are where came, you know, could have a lot of them because they were broccoli, asparagus, spinach. You could have a massive amount of spinach and, and still have negligible carbs. Okay. What is, okay, so the speed keto has got me interested. What is speed keto? Speed keto eliminates the inflammatory foods that regular keto didn't. So, for example, we remove dairy. When we remove dairy, people lose weight in a hurry, in a hurry, because it's so inflammatory in the body. If people did nothing but gave up dairy for a month and kept eating everything else, they would see their, they, they would likely see their weight go down. We also combine intermittent fasting. I know that you're a fan, as I am, of Dr. Fung and really, really bright, also a nephrologist. And he, is um, you know one of the pioneers, as is Jimmy Moore, with um, intermittent fasting, and so we combine it. But the key to speed keto is something that a term I coined. I should patent it. It's called the metabolic confusion technique. Anything that you eat regularly, any diet, eventually. Your metabolism goes, now I know what you're doing. That's why when people start a diet or a new diet, they see their weight go down, but then they hit a plateau. 
The reason that they hit the plateau is probably not that they've started cheating, but their metabolism likes the system to be stable. It likes a stable system, homeostasis. And when your body figures out what you're doing, it says, okay, I got it, and it stops losing the weight. And that's why people start things and so many people drop off of diets because the weight just stops losing. They, they go on to this long plateau. In keto, there's this excuse that it's not a plateau unless it's at least three months long. Most people are not going to sit around at the same weight for three months. So I decided, and by the way, the source of this was not original. But a long time ago, I saw the introduction to a weight loss book written by Leonard Nimoy, um, (laughs) Spock, who talked about fooling your metabolism. So I decided that we were going to create a program where every week was going to be different so that we keep your metabolism looking. Like just so it goes through a week and figures out what's going on. We change it the following week. And it goes, okay, I got that. We change it back. Then we change it again. We keep changing the metabolism so that some days you have three meals a day. Some days you have two meals a day. Some days you have one meal a day. Some days you fast and only have chicken broth or coffee and tea. And this keeps the metabolism guessing so that people can go for months of losing weight consecutively without stalling because their metabolism doesn't catch on. Hmm. Okay, good. Before we finish up today, I want to go through some, I call that the good, the bad, and the ugly of keto. I'm going to give you stuff that has been brought up on the internet. And I want you to tell me your kind of like, this is going to be kind of like a shotgun approach, like a question and answer quick. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I, I never hold back. I'm not that kind of That's okay. Okay, first one was possible symptoms of extreme carbohydrate restriction that may last days to weeks include hunger, fatigue, low mood, irritability, constipation, headaches, and brain fog. Okay, all of those may be true. Let me go through them one at a time. Okay. Headaches, brain fog. When someone goes into ketosis, they're going to lose water weight because the body is making this transition from uh, burning. Uh, using sugar for fat and carbs to burning fat. And so they lose a lot of water weight and they lose and they lose a lot of minerals as well. If they do not replenish the minerals, which we call electrolytes, if they do not replenish the minerals, they're going to have headaches, they're going to have brain fog. They may we call it the keto flu. It's not the real flu, but it sure can feel like that. So Absolutely, that is true. But if someone takes electrolytes from day one of keto, they will never experience that. Okay, so electrolytes are the key. Yes. But I think that's also with everything, I think. I think people need to really start adding. I'm a, I add in, in my bottle of water every day, I add pink Himalayan sea salt. Absolutely. And that replaces the sodium being lost, but it's... People are also losing magnesium, calcium, uh, potassium. 
uh, manganese, copper, etc. And so a good electrolyte will replace more than the salt. Okay. A lot of people pick up bottles of, of, of these sports drinks, the Powerades, the Gatorades, and whatever, that not only, you know, they, and they call them electrolyte drinks, but if you look at them, you'll see that they do not list the amount of electrolytes right. on them because it's too small to even make the minimum requirement that the government would allow. So it's, it's not a good, those are not good choices. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that's a, most of those are a lot of junk. Yes. Plus, most of them contain things like aspartame or sucralose. Which will throw you out of spike, ketosis. Which actually, yes, they spike your insulin and they're undoing it. Now, some people will, will go to war over their right to drink those things. They want to drink it. It's a free country. Just don't tell people that it's keto. Right. How about constipation? Constipation can definitely happen for people, especially when they start. First of all, we generally find that people experience the reverse because their body is detoxifying. They spend a lot more time in the bathroom. Okay. For people who are constipated, I only believe in natural. And what I recommend is probably one of the most ancient and proven herbs in the world, which is called triphala. You can find it at any health food store. It's an Ayurvedic remedy that its goal is not to get you to go to the bathroom. Its goal is to balance your system. So there are people who take triphala every day who don't have a problem because it helps balance your system. If you're taking triflin or you're taking it in capsules, you should probably take two capsules with warm water before going to bed. And it starts to regulate your body and that will relieve the constipation. And it's super healthy and, and good for you and super safe. I don't recommend questionable products. Okay. Another one was not non-sustainable. You know... If you go, first of all, I know people who have been on keto for more than 20 years. Okay. So I, if you go back, if you say, okay, my goal is to lose 40 pounds and you go back to eating non-keto and you go back to the devil dogs and the cereal and all of the junk foods that you used to, uh, used to eat and you gave up for keto and you go back to the pizzas and the junk food. Yeah, the weight is going to come back. I, I saw somebody who did keto and went off keto. He said, look at me. What do you think? And I began to sing the uh, uh, Celine Dion song, It's All Coming Back to Me Now. <laughs> so, yes, it's not sustainable unless you want it. Same with anything. You go work out in a gym, you feel great, and then you go, okay, I'm done. I'm never going back into a gym. Your body's not going to keep the gains that you made while you were in the gym. You've got to keep doing it. Keto, I believe, is a lifestyle and not a quick-fix diet. Yep. Some negative side effects of long-term ketogenic diet have been suggested, including increased kidney stones risk and osteoporosis and also increase blood levels of uric acid. Okay, 
So I think that they're talking with the last one, the uric acid, they're talking with type 1 diabetics, which is okay. why we only believe that they type 1 diabetics should do keto in conjunction with their physician. As far as the kidney stones and so forth, you know, that's why I consulted with a nephrologist before starting the program. That is something that has somehow gotten into the minds of a lot of medical doctors to which there is absolutely no demonstrable research indicating that. And actually, it reminds me of a story that would be funny if it wasn't so sad. People are reporting that keto as having amazing results for cancer that cancers thrive on sugars and sugar is like uh, candy for, for cancer. And the head of the Sloan Kettering Institute in New York was asked once about keto and cancer. Now, this is probably the most prestigious cancer institute in the world. And they asked him about it, about the research. And he said, quote, well, I found it difficult to stay on keto myself, so I can't recommend it. That's scientific research, right. really? That you couldn't do it or didn't want to do it or had problems doing it? I, I think the world expects better. There's a tremendous amount of research uh, about that. And I just wish and pray for the day that the average doctor put as much time into research as you have. Yeah, I I love my research, and I, you know I'm I I was looking forward to this conversation with you because I, I've had Jimmy Moore on. I think that was the last time I did a ketogenic diet or a ketogenic episode, and so I was really ready for another one because there's been so many questions arisen in the last four years since I had Jimmy on that I wanted to get some of them out of the air. Some of these are some of the questions that people ask me, so I've kind of taken a list of what people have asked me in the past to bring them to you. And I appreciate that. Before we go today, give us the key, the listeners, something like a key takeaway from you. The key takeaway is that you can do anything that you set your mind to do. Yesterday, you know, sometimes memories come up on Facebook. And a memory came up that when my daughter was in middle school, she decided out of the blue that she wanted to learn how to figure skate. There was only one problem. She didn't know how to skate. And so I would get up and take her to the skating rink at four in the morning every day. And she learned how to skate and she learned how to figure skate. And there was a video of her coming up spinning on the ice on one leg and uh, learning how to jump and land. Now, this was from zero. She was not able to skate before that. Wow. If you put your mind to anything, it is powerful and you will accomplish your goals. Keep your eye on the prize. Yep. Find out what's your why. Why do you want to lose weight? When you find out what your why is, what's important to you about it, then you have a good chance of achieving your goal. Okay. Brilliant. All right. One last question. And I ask this of all my guests, and it has nothing to do with health and wellness. 
if Dr. Harlan Kilstein had 30, 45 minutes to chill, what album or artist would you put on to listen to? Oh, well, I could show you my office. It is filled. What we have here, we have a split. Here's, here's Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wow. And right in back of him, Meatloaf. Who is Meatloaf. Meatloaf. And I just adore the two of them. So I look up my, you can't see in back of it, but there are all my signed Meatloaf albums up there. There's the Stones, Counting Crows. I, nice. I love classic rock. Okay, good. And and I just can't wait for the pandemic to be over so I can go back and oh, I know, I know. Isn't that something? I mean, and and Bruce is getting together with the E Street Band and they're getting ready to tour. So I had tickets to Chris Stapleton at uh, Truist Park, which is the old SunTrust Park where the Braves play. Mm. And I just woke up this morning and they canceled the whole. They canceled that show. Yeah. So that would. That would be it. Any any of those artists would and make the, my day. The Stones are supposed to be here in July, but I think that's going to get canceled as well. That's going to get canceled. I actually traveled to Israel to see the Stones live. Oh my goodness, that'd be amazing. It was it was more than a hundred degree heat at night when they took the stage. Wow! I have no idea how they did it. Wow! All right, thank you very 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 much. My pleasure. Great great time here. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net. 